Hello and welcome to episode number 75 of our podcast, The Psychology of Learning Foreign Languages. My name is Gerhard Orband. I am a psychologist, a book author and a German language teacher. The topic for today's episode is this. How to discover suitable reading material in a foreign language. I hope that you didn't miss our latest episode, episode number 74. Why should I learn a language well if there are so many free translation programs? You can find all podcast episodes in our archives. If you want to listen to this podcast in another language, please go to our website, thegomethod.org slash podcast. Are you sabotaging your own success in learning a foreign language? And are you wasting your time and money for unproductive activities? Discover the 21 mistakes I myself made during the last 20 years and learn how to avoid them by reading my newest book, 21 Self-Limiting Beliefs in Learning a Foreign Language Smashed. The book is available as a pocket book and in Kindle format on Amazon. You can find the direct link here on the side of the podcast. Let's start. How to discover suitable reading material in a foreign language. Today, there are virtually unlimited resources for reading texts in almost any language. Yes, if you want to learn the Turkmen or Guarani language, there are maybe not so many texts online, comparatively. Therefore, the problem is not to find texts, but what to read in a limited amount of time. Even in our native language, we seldom have enough time to read even all reading assignments at school or at the university. Have you read all the standard books in classical literature in your own native language? Here are my tips. 1. Make a list of 20 topics that interest you. It can be anything. Sports, music, history, etc. Here's part of my list just as an example. Your list will be probably totally different. Airlines, architecture, writers, composers, currencies, flags, German literature, history of Germany, linguistics, music theory, railroads, Russian literature, ships, social psychology, trees, US classic cars, work and organizational psychology, and so on. Now, the second step, I think from the reading the list, you'll find many stereotypes about men or boys confirmed. Then the second point is look every day for specific topics for one of those categories on Wikipedia. And three, enter Wikipedia through portals. On the main page, click on content and then on portals, it's on the top and somewhere in the middle. There you find already subcategories for your topics and pre-selected articles, so it's much more organized than, than just looking for railroads or for flowers or makeup as topics on Wikipedia. My fourth tip is read always two books at the same time. One that is too difficult for you and one that is very easy. Alternate both books. Today, the difficult book, tomorrow, a page of out of the easy book the day after tomorrow once again you read the difficult book this way one day you are challenged you feel a bit frustrated you are 
testing your limits, you are stretching your abilities, but the next day you have a success. Why do I recommend this? One of the typical mistakes I see language, learning, language learners doing is trying to stay in their comfort zone and the comfort zone is typically doing things that are easy. So as soon as I present them more difficult texts, then they object. But we are just beginners. We are just in the second course, in the third course, in the fourth course. So what happens with this mentality is that, yes, it's without a doubt, if you are an absolute beginner and you start to read classical literature, this is very difficult. But most students keep this mentality and they shy away from reading something more complex during the next courses. So when they arrive at the supposedly advanced levels, they often, if it's not English literature, but even that, I think. So I think nobody's or very few language students are reading Shakespeare or Charles Dickens or Oscar Wilde in, in the original language or in English. So, But in English, I may admit that because there are such great names in literature that people find themselves in a position where they, are, they force themselves to read through a Charles Dickens novel. But in other language, not so much. So in German, if I don't give reading assignments, I will have hundreds of students that pass all levels without ever reading a German classical work of literature. Because what happens, and this is the same also for video material, people feel comfortable watching videos like Easy German, Easy Spanish, Easy Russian and so on. It's like a drug, they get some kind of pleasure out of the fact that they can understand everything said in such a video. And they almost never succeed in making the transition to really challenging material. And at the beginning, those videos help them and they may be above the average of the, the other students that do not watch anything, that do not listen to anything, that do not read anything. But then if they reach the B levels, according to European levels, but intermediate levels, then they start to drop off. They become worse than the arithmetic mean because they haven't successfully made the transition to reading something more complex and the first thing that suffers is their vocabulary and their comprehension so they start having problems and reading newspaper articles and so of course people protest when i say them to tell them to confront themselves with something like this but there are very few students that have the mindset the psychology to to endure such phase and to force themselves to, to read a, a complicated book for one month and nothing else. So having a mix between too difficult and very easy, uh, it keeps you in the routine and the habit of reading. And if you're reading things that are too difficult for you, it doesn't mean that you need to read everything. So for example, or you read small pieces of the text, like you can read only one headline day or you read the first paragraph or just one sentence or you just skip over you gloss over the text and you just pick phrases and words that you do understand and the fifth advice is 
try to find at least one classical author that you really love and try to read everything by him or her. This way you will always have a very high standard for your speech, even if your work life doesn't have anything to do with literature. It's always better to have the highest standard possible and then at least you have the tendency to, to move upwards. But if you've right from the start tried to accommodate to a low standard of people around you and, sp and speaking or in the materials you read, then there's no chance to ever progress over the, the everyday level. And don't forget that most native speakers, when they're speaking, they have one style, but they are capable, if the situation requires, to speak at a higher level. And if you just copy what they are doing in everyday life, you will never be able to do what they can do on special occasions. So just an example, what my favorite authors are, uh, for example, for Russian, like Pushkin, Turgenev, Lermontov, or, uh, Gogol, Dostoevsky, of course, or in German, like Theodor Fontane, or Schiller, Grillparzer, or a lot of authors. So I started by just picking one author, and I read almost everything I could, and then I moved further. But I never forced myself to read things that I found boring or unattractive. But I'm sure you will find at least one author in each language that really, really captivates you. It doesn't need to be somebody from the 17th or 16th century, but it should be considered at a high linguistic standard. Thank you for listening to the 75th episode of Psychology and Learning Foreign Languages. My name is Gerhard Orban. And I thank you in advance for recommending our podcast to friends and colleagues. Please subscribe to the channel on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher or your favorite app. All the best and goodbye.